Welcome to the Progressive Ethos Podcast. Thank you for investing your time to grow the best version of you. Progressive Ethos, empowering people to achieve their very best. Hello. So today I want to talk to you about a, a pretty serious subject, and that's uh, childhood childhood obesity and, and really what can you do about it. So, you know, a child is considered obese if their BMI is greater than 95 percentile in their, to their peers. So uh, the BMI is, is an informative tool that can help you determine really if your child's weight status is, is uh, falling into that uh, area that you should be concerned. Now, as you recall, BMI is really a screening tool and it's based on uh, using uh, the weight and height of the, the subject, so your child in this case. The challenge with uh, this is uh, uh, we have kind of general classifications of BMI for adults. Uh, children is more uh, important on how they compare to their peers uh, because obviously uh, infants and children do carry weight. Uh, that doesn't actually mean they're obese. So it, it's important to understand that this is really a screening tool, but it's a good tool to help you kind of assess as your child uh, have weight that you should be concerned about. So, you know, the important thing is, is childhood obesity is a serious health issue, really affecting children and adolescents. Uh, it's really problematic uh, as they become more and more overweight because this is going to put them on a path of significant health issues. Uh, and, and really, up until recently, these health issues really only found in adults. Uh, in addition to this, children uh, often, often will suffer some mental health issues uh, related to obesity. So, again, how do you know if your child's obese? Uh, so like I said before, sometimes uh, children are just naturally uh, have a kind of a larger average uh, body frame. It doesn't necessarily mean they're overweight or obese, uh, but again, it's important to understand uh, how's their weight relate to BMI and kind of comparison to their peers. Uh, and your physician can really help determine that, and help uh, you kind of assess that. You can also just basically go online calculate your, your child's BMI, and there's various places that will have graphs that you can kind of plot out uh, where your child's BMI uh, falls, uh, and then a comparison of, uh, of, of peers in the same age group. This can kind of help you decide, okay, do I have a problem or potential problem here? So what are the causes of child obesity? Well, it's multi-factor, you know, so um, it includes genetics, lifestyle, psychological factors, uh, you know, for instance, uh, children that have obese parents, they're more likely obese themselves. And really, it's often a combination of these factors that really uh, increase your child's risk of obesity. Uh, the important thing to understand, though, that really the primary cause of child obesity is really a combination of excessive eating and insufficient physical activity. So let's talk about the diet first. So uh, an unhealthy diet where your child's regularly consuming foods that are high amounts of calories, fat, sugar, and really minimal nutrients really helps cause the problem, meaning making them gain weight. So there's uh, uh, many studies that have looked at this, and the typical culprits are fast foods, uh, baked products, soft drinks, and candy. It's also reported that, you know, 52% of adolescent children or, or adolescent boys and 32% of adolescent girls drink at least 24 ounces of soda daily, uh, and that's just sugar water. So that's a real, real problem. In addition to this, the convenience foods like canned pasta, frozen meals, they also are contributing to kind of a healthy weight gain. And then another factor is really uh, often the parents' inability to afford uh, making healthy meals uh, does play a role in childhood obesity.
Another uh, kind of contributing factor is the insufficient physical activity. Uh, so poor physical activity levels really is another major cause of child obesity. Because uh, when children aren't active, they're obviously not burning any calories. And then those excess calories are stored as fat, which promotes weight gain. And so it's kind of a, a double-edged sword in children, though, because the sedentary lifestyle, so often playing video games, watching television, so it's a reduced physical activity, but also the things they're doing during this time often is exposing them to ads for unhealthy foods uh, that are often rich in fat and sugar. So it's kind of the uh, double-edged sword, like I said, is they aren't active, but they're also being exposed uh, to ads and things that's really promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. Now, obviously, genetics does pay a part in this. So uh, you may have overweight, uh, if you have a bunch of overweight people in your family, your child is more likely to, to gain weight uh, and be overweight. Now, um, again, though, there's lots of things you can do about that. Um, another factor really is the socioeconomic factor. So there's certain communities that really have limited access to essential resources like supermarkets. Uh, this really forces them to buy convenience foods that really, they, the foods that have a high shelf life, like frozen meals and cookies. But unfortunately, these foods contain high amounts of fat and sugar, which obviously increases the risk of obesity. In addition to this, people that live in a low income communities, they really may just not have a safe place to exercise, which obviously reduces their physical activity. Then there are certain medications that increase your risk child, increase the risk of your child becoming obese. Um, so if your child is on medication and is suffering from childhood obesity, you may want to talk to the prescribing uh, doctor uh, about these medicines and see if they're contributing to this. And then an important factor is the psychological uh, issues associated with childhood obesity. So, uh, you know, if children experience personal or parental stress, depression, boredom, they're at a higher risk of, of obesity. And part of that is because they may uh, tend to, to use eating as kind of a coping mechanism for these negative emotions. And then this risk is even higher if parents also exhibit these type of uh, behaviors, using food as a coping mechanism for uh, emotions. So what are the health implications of childhood obesity? Well, first, you need to understand that this is a real and serious threat to your child's well-being, and, and it's something that, that needs to be addressed. So uh, what can you do? Well, obviously, there's things you can do that affect uh, physical, social, and emotional, uh, but let's first talk about kind of what are some of the physical or, or health issues. So uh, the first one is type 2 diabetes. Now, type 2 diabetes is typically only found in adults, but now we're seeing it more and more in children. And that's really where there's an impaired metabolism of glucose, which is going to result in a high blood glucose level. And if it's left untreated, diabetes will develop, which really has lots of complications, uh, kidney dysfunction, kidney damage, nerve damage, blindness. Now, the important thing to understand, though, is that there are things you can do to prevent this and also reverse it uh, when it's related to childhood uh, obesity. And a lot of these things are really through lifestyle changes. Another health concern is cardiovascular disease. So in these unhealthy diets that are, that are rich in fat and salt, it's gonna cause an increase in blood pressure, your child cholesterol levels are gonna be elevated. This is gonna promote plaque uh, formation in their arteries, which uh, will put your child at risk of cardiovascular disease and the complications associated with that, such as stroke and, and heart attack. 
Another uh, chronic illness is asthma. So this is really a chronic inflammation of the airway and it's found really more common in children. And in fact, obesity often really coexists with asthma, even in adults. Uh, there was a recent study that showed about 38% of asthmatic adults in America are obese. The study also found obesity to be a possible risk factor for asthma in obese people. Now, the exact link here between obesity and asthma is still unclear, um, but there is some type of uh, at least correlation. Sleep disorders are another important aspect. So, Obese children may experience sleep disorders like obstructive sleep apnea, which is a potential, you know, serious sleep disorder, which their breathing kind of stops and starts during sleep, may cause them to have excessive snoring. And this is really happens because of excess weight in their neck that's kind of blocking their airway. Another health concern is joint issues. So really, you know, carrying excess weights puts extra stress on the, your child's joint, which causes them to experience knee, back, hip pain, um, and really can resolve in limited range of motion and joint injury. Now, the important thing to understand is that losing this excess weight can really help overcome these joint issues. Another uh, uh, health concern related to this is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So childhood uh, obesity can result in fat to accumulate in your liver, uh, which is what is called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And this, this condition often doesn't have symptoms associated with it, but it's producing uh, liver scarring. Really, if it's left untreated, it can actually result in liver failure. So uh, important to be aware of that. And then there's the social and emotional health issues. So there's the physical things we talked about related to child obesity, but uh, as we all know, uh, children with uh, obesity can have a low self-esteem. They may suffer from depression, or anxiety, and this is really attributed to the, the child that's overweight uh, is often teased and bullied by their peers. So if you're concerned about the weight uh, of your child, when, when do you need to see your physician? Well, I would say that if you're concerned, then now is the time to see your physician. Uh, and your physician's going to uh, do really kind of a, a thorough health status and, and history. They're going to look at your, the growth and development history, the family weight and height history, what's the child's BMI. Uh, they'll also evaluate where your child falls on the, on the growth patterns and what percentile of BMI, and they may do other testing if necessary. And, and then they can help you determine, you know, is the child's weight really posing a health issue? And really, you know, in, in, you really should ensure that your child does visit your doctor for a wellness check at least annually. Uh, this helps keep track of your child's health and weight. And really a significant increase in your child's BMI over a year may indicate a risk of becoming overweight. So these are the things to kind of evaluate uh, if your child may potentially have this. So what can you do about it though? Well, the best solution to child obesity is to address the major causes of poor diet and physical activity. So treating childhood obesity helps protect the child from these current uh, health issues that I just talked about both now and in the future. So let's talk about a healthy diet. It is very essential you're, you're, you change your child's eating habits. So some helpful uh, tips to improve this include really limit soft drinks and sweets in your home. Uh, and an important thing to also note here is that even uh, drinks that are made with 100% juice can still have a significant amount of uh, sugar and calories in it. So really advice really to drink water uh, with your meals and really promote water uh, to your children. And another thing you can do is you can cook your meals and reduce your fast food consumption. So cooking your meals and eating together will actually help 
uh, promote uh, eat healthier, eating healthier, and, and it also gives you family time together. In addition, plan your meals and snacks with fresh foods, fresh items like fresh food, fruit, vegetables, lean protein, whole grains, uh, rather than the heavily processed foods and the salty snacks. Keep uh, uh, healthy snacks around, uh, make it easy to eat healthy. So uh, uh, some examples are fruit, low-fat yogurt, whole-grain cereals, baby carrots, air popped, uh, popcorn, little butter. Um, and then make sure that uh, if you're using uh, food in the reward system, it really would be uh, probably wise to switch to some other rewarding system that doesn't include food items. So if the child is displaying behavior that you want to uh, uh, acknowledge, you know, maybe giving them that cookie is not the right thing. Next thing is to increase the physical activity. So, you know, according to the uh, Center for Disease Control and Prevention, children should get at least an hour of exercise daily to stay healthy. Uh, higher physical activity levels can help the child lose weight safely, and it's really going to prevent excess weight gain in the future. But it's also important to note that physical activity doesn't have to mean organized workouts. Uh, this will be unappealing to your child, uh, but playing like hopscotch may be more appealing uh, to an eight-year-old than going for a jog. So you can uh, really uh, break it up a little bit and turn it into a game that really promotes activities and movement. Uh, and then if your child uh, displays any uh, interest in some type of organized sport, then they should probably be encouraged to do that. Now, also, you can spend more time doing these activities as an entire family. Uh, this will not only help with their health, but it supports a healthy family bond. And your child's going to learn these good habits. So you maybe want to go swimming together, hiking, you know, playing tag. Uh, but activities you can do together as a family. Now, again, remember that, you know, children will get bored easily. So a variety is important here. So making it fun and kind of making the games out of it is really, really important. Another thing you can do is really reduce their screen time. So, you know, children are often spending hours daily on a smartphone, video games, watching television. Uh, and these children that do this tend to have be overweight. So there's, like I said before, there's uh, kind of various reasons for this, but again, watching TV is kind of a sedentary life, so you're not active. And obviously you're also then being exposed to more ads related to the, the foods that you're really trying to avoid. Sleep, I've talked about sleep on a regular basis and the importance of sleep in a healthy lifestyle. Um, and sleep in children is just as important. So there are studies that indicate it's efficient sleep in children may increase their risk of becoming obese. And again, uh, sleep deprivation causes hormonal imbalance that often affects your appetite. Um, so you really gotta make sure your child is getting adequate sleep. And then of note, you know, I think uh, it's important as parents that we set good examples. So um, children often they basically uh, practice what they see. Uh, so if you make healthy diet choices and regular physical activity important in the family, they're gonna also make that important in their way. So it's also a way you're not kind of singling out your child, uh, but it's a way the entire family can be healthy together. So really the key takeaway here is that, you know, it's important to understand that childhood obesity is a real and serious health issue for children. Uh, but with the proper support, education, some lifestyle changes, obese children can lose weight. Uh, but it's also important that the support comes from the adults in their lives, their parents, which is you, uh, 
uh, teachers and other caregivers. And you can really help your children live healthier by preparing healthy meals, encouraging them to stay active, and really teaching them better ways to cope with stress and problems. So hopefully you find this of value and remember uh, your health is in your hands and really the lifestyle and activity is, is the things you can do to really promote uh, better health for you. So I hope this is helpful and thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Progressive Ethos Podcast. Together, we'll grow the very best version of you. Progressive Ethos, empowering people to achieve their very best.